Welcome to the 13th ever episode of The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? I guess this week is a woman, Salma Hayek. Here Salma proclaim her undying love of disco. Marvel at her description of King Crimson as music a guy might get to second base with, followed up by body shots. Listen to her claim roundabout to be a raunchy bathroom sex song. All this and more on The Sound of Not Getting Laid. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Matt and Tom's Rage Fuel Table Upsetting Service. Ever get really pissed off at someone and need a release but don't want that pesky assault charge? Dial up Matt and Tom's Rage Fuel Table Upsetting Service and we'll send out our crack team of table setters to wherever you happen to be filled with rage. You just heave ho and we clean up the mess. Matt and Tom's Rage Fuel Table Upsetting Service, Route 9, Massapequa. Hi, welcome to The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking, do women really hate prog rock? Today I have with me... Selma Hayek! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, in the studio today, Selma Hayek. So lovely. Look at her. She's just beautiful. Oh, yeah. Hi! How are you? I'm doing good. Good, good. Tell me, how old are you? I'm 40-ish. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you do? Um, ooh. I'm an actress, bitch. Suck it. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of bleeping in here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's... A lot we, of things we can't talk about? Oh, we can talk about it. Oh, okay. I'm going to fuck. What kind of... Trump sucks. <laughs> Whoa, we can't say that. That's illegal. Oh, no. Hey, we, we oh. might have to edit that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a... No, no, no. Before it happens. How, however horrible he is, yeah. uh, I think is a felony. <laughs> so, uh, we'll... we'll Let's find a way to navigate around that. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. So, yeah, shit's about to go down, though. We got fucking Cheeto the Clown <laughs> up there. Fucking, fucking Cheeto. Might be no, the, you know what? See, but then that's an insult to a Cheeto. Because a Cheeto, <laughs> a Cheeto we want to eat. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Him? Yeah, no, not so much. My friend, <laughs> my friend, uh, who shall remain nameless because of what I'm about to say, uh, he says, you know, people are comparing uh, the president to uh, to Hitler, mm. and he said that's an insult to Hitler. <laughs> Because Hitler was way smarter than Donald Trump. I mean, he conquered half of Europe. I don't know. You know? I mean, but it took time. People don't understand that. Yeah. But you know. I- I can see that happening now in this administration. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's scary. It Especially scary. with the, you know, they're selling all our uh, internet Everything. browser histories. And, Everything. Uh, yeah, he's Privacy just basically, door. Yeah. He's, he's continuing what Reagan did, which is handing over our lives to corporations mm. and deregulating all this stuff. But and you know, a lot it, of people, It actually makes us less safe. It made them money, though. Yeah. That's why they're... Right. Yeah. It's all about the money. Follow the money. Should give me some of that motherfucking money. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> Show me how to get that money. Exactly, exactly. But it's uh, all good. So where are you from? Um, I'm from born and raised in East New York, Brooklyn. Nice. Woohoo! And for those, <laughs> you know, well, it was. Well, it still is. It still is, but it's yeah. not like what it used to be. No. But um, it was uh, gentrified. Yeah. Yep. Can I tell is it, you? Is it now? Oh, yes. Okay. Because I wasn't. I know that Bed Stuy, Crown Heights, Bushwick. When I grew up, they were 
scary places. Well, we we're number one. We were number one. In, in East New York. Was East like, New York, Brownsville, You do Crown not Heights. go there if Boom. you were white. Those three things. Yeah, 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 yeah. East New York, Brownsville, and um, Crown yeah, Heights. Yeah, Brownsville was bad, too. Yeah. But all those neighborhoods are becoming, you know. Yeah, one day my, mama, my mom still lives there. Full of white people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hipsters, yeah, to, as opposed to you know cool white people. Exactly, exactly. You know, you I know. do. But uh, yeah, you know, my mom woke up one day and she calls me up and she's like, ring, 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 ring. I go hello. She goes, I there's lines on the streets. I don't know what that means. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, you're coming over later. I'm like, yeah. I I drive over and they had bike lanes. Bike lanes. Yeah, right. Like unheard of. That is. That's. Yeah. Hello. Who has a bike? Who fucking has a bike? That didn't get stolen in three days after buying it. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, we did have bikes, but we just didn't have a bike lane. Right. Like you know, they do that for white people. You you right. They do that for white people. They don't do do. that for black people or minorities. We we didn't have bike lanes. We We still don't have them here in Bay Ridge. Listen, we used to play in abandoned buildings because there were no urban parks. Right. In concrete jungle, New York. But um, yeah, no bike lanes, and that's when I knew. Uh-huh. I knew that my mama's house was gonna be <laughs> it was gonna worth it was gonna be worth right. millions. Because she owns. Oh she owns, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, she owned two, but then daddy when he got sick, he you know, he he had to sell a house. He then he wanted to make sure that mom was good, the house was paid off and Right. But yeah, she has a, a beautiful house. Um she has tenants and they're like family. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Great, yeah. great. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, what kind of music did you listen to in like high school, uh, going oh into God. college years, like that era of your life? So, teenager to early twenties. I was born in an era where I actually saw hip hop being born. Mm-hmm. So Late that 70s. was oh yeah, yeah Bronx. And uh, but you weren't in the Bronx at the time. No, you were in no. But I remember, I remember being very young and and hearing. About um, the Bronx and the burnings and yeah, yeah. Know, garbage, burning garbage and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all the arson because the, the landlords were uh, collecting yep, on the insurance because they couldn't get like rent. Right. Yeah. And I go, bur- we'll burn you out regardless right. Right. and still cash in. The Bronx was the worst of it. The Bronx. Yeah. We were all owned by Jews, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> But uh, it's truth. Yeah. 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 So, um, so music. Yeah, hip hop was really big um, during that era, um, the '80s, late mid '80s. Um, And then mm, I always listened to soft rock because my dad always liked listening to the Beatles and Elvis. well, I wouldn't Neil call Diamond. it soft rock, but back then, well, now I'm, you know, soft rock, you know, to me is like foreigner, air uh, supply, yes. journey. No, my father didn't listen to it. He listened to he. I think he had a fascination with wanting to listen to rock, but because you know, he was a good Christian, he was like, "That's the devil's music." Uh-huh. But, so no uh, Slayer in the household. But, but no, not in the household. But he couldn't control what was what was on the radio. No. So I would always remember him telling us not to do it in the house, like you know, no, change this channel, change the station. 
But when we were in the car, that, that station never really moved. It was like, so he knew. It was the pop music station. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking about um, Osborne and Rolling Stones and, you know. Yeah, yeah. the rock station. Yeah. 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 What, what but used was, to be 102.7 oh, WNEW and K-Rock. Yes. 92.3. Yes. Back in the day. Those yeah. were the two rock stations oh, in New York good. City. That's good. You thought about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, he listened to Hall and Oates and... Blue-Eyed Soul. Yeah. It's still Chicago. Uh, yeah. And then there's Queen. I mean, you know. But, uh, but was that... I mean, that's what you were listening to growing up. Yeah. On the radio. But when, when you could buy your own records, what were you buying? Like, what was the first record you bought? The first record I think I bought was, uh, it was me and my sister. We pulled in our money. She actually wanted to, because she's older, so she got away. But uh-huh. um, during that time, we, um, I love disco. I mean, people can <laughs> crucify me for that. No. I, know, I, know, I know a lot Old of people. Old school disco was great. No, a lot of people really hate disco. Like, that's not even a topic I can bring up at my friends' parties sometimes because they're like, ah! But like, we're really? talking like old school, like yes. late 70s disco, like yes. the Philadelphia sound, the Tramps, mm-hmm. Disco Inferno, uh, who else? Uh, so, the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. <laughs> Which speaks to me because, you know, Saturday Night Fever is one of the best Mm hmm. That's right. So. I mean, who doesn't love the Bee Gees, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you think you think disco was the first? Those were some of the first records. Yeah, disco for us were some of the first records. Um, We had this song or this this vinyl that was called um, Superman. (laughs) I don't know that. Oh my god! We'll have to dial that up after the podcast. Okay. Superman, I love you, Superman. I mean, it was freaky. That wasn't the one. Superman came up to me and looked at us. No, that's that was a rap song. Yeah, what was song was song. that? That was Jam On It. Jam On It. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no, no. We'll, we'll find it. Yeah. Um, it's earlier. Disco Duck. Dis- Superman Dis- and Disco Duck. Disco Duck. Disco Duck. Yeah. Even even the hip hop like got ridiculous. Like you remember when Rodney Dangerfield did a rap in oh, Rodney. No. Make no mistakes. You know, people pe- see that was our thing. Right? That was the minority thing. Yeah. And, and fun- they took it to make and money. And they took it to make money. Well, they like, at the time the they think they thought it was a novelty. They didn't think it was going to last. Too, man. So they ruined everything. There's a there's a good documentary about that called A Sample This. Hmm. About the early hip hop and where it came from, and it mm-hmm. came a lot of it came out of this album uh, by the Incredible Bongo Band, and there was the song Apache, mm-hmm. and it had a drum break. Mm-hmm. All these DJs they were looking for the drum breaks because they could get two copies of the record and just keep that beat going. And then people started rapping over it, and then breakdancing, breakdancing, oh, yeah. b boys and b girls. I mean, and there's another great documentary called Rubble Kings about the Bronx in, in '77. Ooh, and all these guys one. were, you know, they were gangs that turned into hip hop crews. They stopped shooting each because other because it was safer, right? They and were they, tired. And there was there was like a meeting at some gymnasium where where the, all the gangs got together and worked it out and said, all right, well, let's start crews and let's have battles with breakdancing. That's where warriors came from. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and if it, you haven't seen the movie, you have to see the fucking movie. Yeah. Like, that, you, another, you, are, you are not an American. If you you're not see. a New Yorker, you're certainly. Not a, oh if you God. haven't seen Warriors. Well, yeah. Yeah. Warriors come, come out and play. play. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fantastic. Actually, uh, uh, one of my friends that I know from upstate, he's a stuntman. And he was, <gasps> he was in one of the gangs. I have a signed picture. Shut up. What was the gang called that, that wore the Yankee uniforms? And had the baseball bats. Uh, it'll probably be something as simple as the Bronx. He, yeah. No, it was, uh, or New York Tales or something. Yes, yeah, I, I, I can't remember. But he, he was he was in that movie. Oh man! Uh, but he did he did a lot of stunt work. So he gets beat up with a with what with a pipe or something in that oh. movie. Oh, you know, he, he had any lines. <laughs> yeah. That's okay because that's all you need at the time is FaceTime. <laughs> uh, so what do you primarily listen to now? Um. You know, I listen to everything. Um, Pandora, I'm, I'm, I subscribe to Pandora, and mm-hmm. you just put in what you like, and it just gives you a whole right. medley of things. So It sort of decides based on your taste. Right, yeah. yes. And, and music is also, for me, um, the way I'm feeling usually determines what music I'm going to listen to. Right, sure. Um, it's a very emotional thing. Oh, yeah. You have to be in the mood for something. For certain things. I think some of these kids these days, though, like, they don't think that way. No. Now it's just, it's all this computerized music. Well, the thing is, is that kids these days don't, um, they don't really interact because everything is through. The phone. The phone. Snap, yeah, take a picture and send it. Or now you can record your your own voicemail, like, you know, put a little... And what's up? Oh, or the, the, the and stuff voice memo. Oh, yes, oh. the voice memo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can send that instead of FaceTiming someone, you right, know? Right, So, yeah, there is no, there's no feelings behind that. I know. I, I want to hear somebody's voice. I want to be able to look at you. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And they've, I think they've lost touch with that. Our, our generation, we, we have, we have good social skills. Yes. And it's a problem now with these kids. You're right. They don't know how to talk to people they face don't. to face. They don't. They so avert their eyes What are they going to do when they get um, to the point where they have to go for interviews? Right, right. They're not going to know how to look at, the, you know, the, your potential boss in the eye and say, right, you know what you're good at. I mean, you're talking about just run-of-the-mill jobs, right. but it's a problem with, like, the police. Because there are kids, millennials yeah. now, that have to interact with the public in sometimes an emergency capacity, right. and they don't know how to deal with someone who's hostile or who's upset. Right. They don't know how to deal with anyone, on a fa- never mind a stressful situation that might require them to, you know, help people. That's a problem. They're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, they are fucked. Well, they might not be fucked. They're just going to have a steep learning curve. Um, yeah, well, they're spoiled. They're they're just... Yes. Yes. It's a problem. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Like, when we were kids, you, I don't know if you played sports or not, but, like, if you, su- if you sucked... You sucked. You didn't get a trophy. No, and you get probably coach said, slapped on you. You suck. <laughs> you suck. Go you, practice. And, and go cry. To, go to your room and cry. Right, right. And then your parents, you got home to your parents, and they were like, "Oh, don't." Are you crying? Yeah, yeah. What'd you do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. What did somebody do to you? It's like, what'd you do wrong? You know, you know, you need to get better at baseball. No, or exactly. You need to stand up for yourself people, in the schoolyard. Like people talk about bullying too now with internet bullying. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. 
I was actually beaten up in schoolyards, like real bullying. This cyber bullying shit I was the is bully, bullshit. I was the bully to the bullies. Nice. I don't know what you call that, right? Bullies to the bullies. Uh, vigilante. Yeah. Hero. Well, Superhero. Now do you understand why I am the yeah. way I am? I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, yeah, do you I, know what prog rock is? No, I don't. So, prog rock was a, a genre uh, that was around from the late 60s to the late 70s. And the influences uh, that uh, came together to make this particular uh, subgenre of rock and roll were uh, Celtic folk music, Celtic and British folk mm-hmm, music, mm-hmm. psychedelic rock, nice. jazz. And classical. And this all came together and got married? Yeah, and and mostly in England. Most Orgy. of the bands we're, we're going to listen to are from England. Wow. Uh, one of them is from Canada. Um, yeah, and that's that's basically what's going on here. So we're going to listen to five songs. Okay, and, cool. Uh, we're going to talk. Oh, I'm we, excited. We can talk about them while they're on. We can talk about them. Uh, if any song at any point becomes intolerable, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have a panic button. <gasps> is that what this is? Yeah. So you can. Waiter, I'm sorry. (laughs) Chicken, pick it up. (laughs) Chicken. So you can you can ring that at any time. Okay. And we'll fade it out. So this is like this is like tapping out, like. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm done. Exactly. You can let go of (laughs) Vader. So we're gonna start with um, we're gonna start in 1969 with King Crimson. The album is In the Court of the Crimson King. Mm. The song is called 21st Century Schizoid Man. That is gonna be a great sound. Uh, here's, is that here's, it right there? That is that. This is the one yeah. that I was admiring? So the That's libretto is in there. Oh. Or lyrics, mm-hmm. if you want to read along. Mm-hmm. There's also a picture of the personnel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in there. Should you want to know what these guys look like? Because a lot of these guys didn't, they didn't put pictures in there. Yeah. Uh, they were, they wanted to be <gasps> oh mysterious. God, they're fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people again? Well, their names are all there. Uh, Robert oh. Fripp, the guy on the right, he was the leader of this band. He's been the only consistent member. This band still tours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Lake, um, who recently passed. Oh, he looks um, like a beetle in this in this picture. He uh, he. We're going to hear him again later because he became part of the band Emerson Lake and Palmer. Interesting. So, uh, without further ado, mm-hmm. let's get into 21st Century Schizoid Man. Digging this? Yeah, you like this? Oh, yeah, this is good. Okay. This is real good. It's almost weird to say, but it's it's rock, but there's something mellow about it. This is mellow to you. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because I've heard some real, you know, to the left rock metal and. Well, yeah, this is not. This is pre-metal and punk. This is almost. This is like a rock jazz. This is like. Yes. Oh my god. There's elements of psychedelic rock. There's elements yes. of jazz. There's elements of classical music. Just, oh my god. Yeah. 
So, so what did you think of that? Um, mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. You like that? Yeah. You, you've already asked me. Yeah. I, I gotta get that. I gotta get it. Okay. I'm hoping that the rest will be just as you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, that was good. Okay. Sweet. Next up, we're going to uh, 1971. Mm -hmm. uh, the band is Genesis. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but Peter Gabriel used to be in Genesis. I know Genesis. And at this time, Phil Collins was in Genesis, but he was behind the drum kit mm -hmm. doing his thing. And uh, so, uh, again, there's a libretto in there, and there's a picture of, of those guys. Uh, we're, the song we're going to listen to is called The Return of the Giant Hogweed. Ah. Um, oh, look at them. They're so cute. <laughs> Yeah, bunch of art school nerds. A little gurky, yeah, a little yeah. geeky. But look at Phil with his hair and his Amish beard. Yeah. He did look Amish. Well, his mustache Well, because he's like got growing. no mustache. Yeah, he just he, he just had that big beard, you know. And there's Peter with long hair and uh, Mike Rutherford. And yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. All, All right, right, so why did you pick this song? I picked this song. I picked this album. Uh, because this is when Genesis was kind of a uh, collaborative effort, mm -hmm. whereas towards the end of uh, Genesis's uh, career with uh, Peter Gabriel still in the band, it, he started, he, he took more of control. Oh. Like their last album with Peter Gabriel is called Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Mm -hmm. It's really a Peter Gabriel album. Mm -hmm. But this was when they were all still contributing, you know. So, and, and this ties in musically, I think, with the other songs we're going to hear. It's very, okay. there's a lot of uh, changing parts and it's intense and, you know, it, I, I think it's it, it, it's a nice segue out of what we just heard okay. and going into what we're going to hear. So uh, the album is, uh, this, is this is Genesis. Mm -hmm. The album is Nursery Crime. And the song is The Return of the Giant Hogweed. Okay. Okay, this song, I would probably listen to it when I'm listening to the rest of the album. Uh-huh. Um, but I wouldn't choose it to be like my first choice. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just let right. the album play and then there's always one or two songs that you're like, eh. okay, I mean, I like it, I don't love right. it. Right, and that's very much. But it's like, okay. Yeah, the guy has this song on. I would appreciate it. Mm -hmm. it you know, let me get right. a cigarette, what you drink. Right. But to be kissing and no. No. No, no. that's done. It's it's not an amorous song. Uh-uh. It's not Barry White. No, no. It's and not. I don't even need that to like <laughs> right, right. get me moist. But no. <laughs> <laughs> But this is not the song. No. <laughs> right. That's the, and, and admittedly, if I have a lady here, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to put this on. What would you put on? I would put on, you know, Marvin Gaye or. Uh, no, you see Marvin Gaye. That's so too transparent. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Blues. Yeah. Okay. Uh, jazz. Yes. You know, something that is sexy music. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, but let me tell you this. The first album. 
that was a sexy rock. You said, okay, that's wow. That's I would fuck to that. <laughs> I love. <it. laughs> I would. Uh, it may not be my my first choice, but somewhere along. But if the, somebody, but if the guy the, put on that as opposed to Genesis, yes, you, like we will have. A he might get a little further. Oh yeah. He might get to first base. Maybe even second. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You know, this would be, you know, a nice little conversation about the piece and having a drink. Yeah. And then another drink and, you know, and then body shots or whatever. (laughs) Fantastic. You know. Next we have yes. Yes. Uh, It is yes. Uh, the album is Fragile. Fragile. The song we're going to hear is Roundabout. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also from 1971. What is this? That's a little, uh, that's like like a little aircraft. Ship, I think. Uh, the artist oh. is Roger Dean. He did a lot of artwork in the 70s and 80s for prog rock bands and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a little there's a little photo of those guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. The hair is just getting longer and longer. Well, yeah, you know, they were sort of uh, adjacent to the hippie culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys were probably dropping a lot of acid. As you can tell. Right, from the from the <laughs> granny square sweater vest. <laughs> I was just looking at that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, poor I Chris Squire. He died uh, not too long ago. He uh-huh. died in 2015, I think. Mm. Maybe early 2016. And that's long for them. <laughs> yeah. And he was he was a giant, that guy. He was like 6'5". He played the bass like it was a ukulele. You know, he had these giant hands. And we'll, we'll hear his. That's the keyboard player. That's Mr. Rick Wakeman. That's and I, my hand. I, pr- I printed that photo of him to illustrate the theatrical mm. garb that they would adorn on stage. Okay. But th- there's an interesting photo. He's wearing the same gold sequined cape sitting in his front lawn. In a rattan chair. Listen. In the Morticia Adams. When you when you're that big, you don't give a fuck. Right. You can. You you can rock that you can in your rock front that. lawn. They don't care because they know who you are. Right. Right. We won't fault Rick for no. his fashion choices. No. No. We had we had Liberace. Hello. <laughs> we had Walter Mercado that's, from that's, the Latin community. Hello. This is nothing. Wait, who? This. Huarte Mercado. And who's that? Oh my God, he is a Latino Liberace. Do we need to look up pictures of him later? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. And he did horoscopes. He'll be, he'll be like, El Scorpio. <laughs> yes. He'll tell you, don't walk out the door before drinking two cups of water, and then you have to light a candle. Uh-huh. Yeah, All the superstition you know. stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercado <laughs> was the Latino Liberace. Okay. Yeah. We're going to look so him up this later. This is nothing. Right. That, the, that, he's, he may as well have been in dungarees compared that to... Was, that was just kind of cute. It looks like a bathrobe, you know? Like, oh, yeah, this... <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to worse, so this, right, is, this right. is nothing. This is... <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let's get into Yes. Let's see what you think about that. What song? What song? Uh, the song is Roundabout. Uh, Roundabout on the first song. This one you might know. This one was real popular on the radio. All right, let's sing. Ooh, I think I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, I don't think so. This is nice. Oh, this is definitely a party song. This is a party song. Yeah? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. You're digging this. Yeah, I am digging okay. this. I can see myself in the car, like, you know, boom, 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 uh-huh. you know, hitting the dashboard and the Titties flying wheel. everywhere. Titties, really? <laughs> Where the fuck did we get titties from? I don't know. I mean, probably looking at myself, looking at my boobies. Well, you know, I mean, part of what we're trying to discern here is... Mm-hmm. Is it really music you wouldn't get laid to, you know? Is, like, does this song speak to your... To my vagina? Not, well, not specifically right there. Yeah, the but, region, the, you know, the, uh, the feelings, the emotion. Does it speak to feelings of, of being amorous? And I think everyone's perception of what gets them off or gets them, you know... Totally. It's totally totally subjective. different. Yes. Um, and again, it depends for me what state of liking I am with this person, girl, guy, you know, whoever. And, you know, are we just starting to get to know each other? No, but if we're a little bit more, um, aware of each other and we, we're okay with, you know, going further, this, this would be good. So, not first date material. No. 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 Good. The difference between getting laid and then getting laid, you know, like, like, can I get a graphic here? Yeah. Okay. So, like, there's a difference between having your first, like, five dates. There's a difference. As opposed to... Uh, you can first meet someone and know that it's not going to go anywhere, but you're going to want to have that good fuck. This is a fuck song. Really? Yeah, because you don't give this a is, shit. This is, this is a, we're further on into oh. the relationship. Yeah, or... We're going to right, get down. Right. Sometimes, you know, you just want to, like, it's hungry sex. Hungry sex is fuck sex. It's like... Like yeah, I'm I, yeah, boom, bam, thank you, man. Hungry sex. I've never heard that term before. Hungry sex. Oh my what god. You, what do you mean by that? What does that hungry mean? Hungry sex. That means I'm gonna jump your fucking bones, uh-huh. whether you're moist or not, and uh-huh. we're, raw is gonna burn. Is gonna because I just need to rip your face off because I want to lick it and right. suck it and kiss okay. it. Okay. You know. Yeah, a primal. Hungry. Like, yeah. Hungry okay. sex. Okay. Okay, I get you. I want to suck your face in. Right, I want to eat your face off. <laughs> yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rip your clothes off because I'm that fucking horny. Right. And I'm, that's Right, it's hungry. a primal yeah. thing. It's an yeah. animal thing. Right. It's, it's, we're tapping into the animal. Right. Into the inner, into the inner ape. Exactly. In us all. Right. Which is there for all of us. It's just a matter of whether we can get there or not. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, but this is this is this is a song where let me paint the picture. So this is like you and the significant other and you're either at a party or your own house and you know and you're listening to songs and you've got friends and you're eating and, and, and you're probably, you know, getting a little baked, you smoke a little something, something, have a drink. And you're already feeling nice after an hour or two, and you look at your significant other, and you're like, I want to fuck you right now. So you go upstairs into whoever's random bathroom, and Ooh, you bathroom just... bathroom sex. Yeah. Always you just, hot. You just fuck. Yeah. 
bathroom sex. It's that's, never like this is that song. This is like you know that's somewhere in the background while you're in the bathroom fucking somebody. This is bathroom sex music. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Especially right here with the keyboard. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah. See, everyone's idea of, you know, how to get in the mood is so commercialized. It's, you know, like you said, it has to be very white or it has to be, you know, Sade or right. little R&B. Well, those are stereotypical Very examples. stereotypical. Yes. And that's, not, and that's right. great when you when you want to paint that picture of, oh, you know, you got the girl or the guy in the, in the room and, you know, for, for if you're a girl dating a guy, then your perception is, oh, I'm going to have him sweep me off my feet and lay me on the bed and... And right. he's those, are all, yeah, those are cliches. That's cliches. Yes. This, you know, I mean, that's good. You know, the little R&B and the, you know. But like I said, there are moments where, if you know, if you're being adventurous and you're being a dirty girl, and you're with someone that you look over and you're like, damn, I want to fuck you. It could be this song and you're just going to have him pull over if he's driving and do well, him right there. Well, there, there is that. Like, right. Sometimes when the chemistry is right, it doesn't even fucking matter <laughs> what's on the stereo. Exactly. Because yeah, I've had sex to Slayer right. before. Ooh, you damn. Know? Yeah. And that was, you remember we were talking about, well, no, that wasn't you. That was no. last night. Uh Wait, we, wait. we we were boffing in the Cass, in the Casey? in the in the back room where mm-hmm. we were just sitting. Mm-hmm. We were just on the floor, windows open, slayers on, but we were in the mood. Right. Didn't matter what it was on matter. the stereo. But we're both fans of that music, well, so it worked. And it turned that on. right. Right. It turned you both on. I like this. You like this that is song? Good, yeah. So you, you want me to get you a copy of this album? Yeah, too? this is nice. This album is fantastic. Yeah, this it's is nice. I like that. I love the the acoustic in the beginning. That mm-hmm. was just like I didn't know where it was gonna go from there, but <clears throat> this yeah. is good. I mean, I I love all this music, you know. But the premise of this podcast is not about how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. It's how my guest feels about it. Oh, fabulous! Well, I really dig it. Cool. Really, yeah. This is this is. I need to take a picture of this. So. uh... We're three songs in now. This is typically where I ask my guests if they want to take a break for the bathroom. Um, yeah, that would be great. And uh, we can we can we can do a palate cleansing. Oh, that's good. Okay. Okay. We'll do that. Yep. We'll be right back. I'll be right back. And we're back uh, after having a, a little palate cleanse. Hello, hello. What were we uh, rocking out there? We heard uh, oh, the I rhythm. Ran mm. by Flock of Seagulls. Oh, that was good. Nah, that, nah, nah. that brought me back. Nah, 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 nah. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're back after a brief uh, intermission. Hiatus. Intermission. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get into uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer now. The album is Brain Salad Surgery. Okay. The song is Carnival 9, Impression 1, Part 1. Wow. 1973. I love their fucking album. That's sexy. So the, the um, you like that artwork? Yeah, because, well, it's a skull. I mean, you know I love skulls. I but did not then, know that. Well, hello, I got my sugar skull right here. Well, it doesn't mean you love skulls. Oh, I wouldn't put something on my body if I didn't love it. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, like, you know, it's a, it's dead here and it's alive here. And then... This is this is like that's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. He was a uh, famous illustrator. Uh, his name was H.R. Geiger. You may know his work from such films as Alien. <laughs> Brain salad surgery. There you go. Ooh. Look at those boys, huh? Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> oh, he is so fucking cute. Who's this? Yeah, that is the drummer. Oh, my God. Uh, that is Mr. Carl Palmer. Yes. You like him. <laughs> He's cute, yeah. He's floating your boat more than Greg or Keith. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... He's the one that's still alive, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. He could have been my <laughs> husband. You see? <laughs> um, why don't we have any girl rockers? What's going on? There's no women in these bands. <sighs> But, mm-hmm. back to ELP. Oh my God, so Carnival Nine, Impression One, Part One. Boom. Ah, thirsty. I can't imagine why your mouth would be dry. <laughs> <laughs> I was smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a woman can do, a woman can have a man do what she wants if she really wanted to. So yeah, I think he would be. Please elaborate on that interesting <laughs> piece of wisdom. Just, you know. You know, we've always been told that women always have the power of having a man do what they want them to do. But I mean, in the, in the in a right 30 moment. to 45 seconds after... I've had an orgasm. Uh-huh. You can probably get me to, to agree see, to anything. It, it's it's a yeah. gift. Yeah. People so can I, do I that. So I try to stay mute in that <laughs> 45 <there> seconds. <laughs> no! We want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, they lost me. They lost you. They lost me when they started, like... 30 seconds after they started to hit the, you know, Atari music. Because uh-huh. now well, this, this, this is, is this for me, this is not even rock. This is not even, I don't even think this is progressive rock. Well, it is, but uh, what did you call it? What kind of rock? I don't know. This is like, I don't know. This, I, they, I, no, this is wrong. <laughs> What they're, so. what they're doing right now is wrong. They lost me. You can't. How did they lose you? Oh my god! Because at first I thought I was in a great concert, uh-huh. and then they turned into this. 
Okay, well, this part right here, I like. <laughs> but before. Oh, before it was like, okay, so this is this is like part three. Part one is the part that I loved. Uh-huh. And then part two. With the vocals. Was, yeah, and then part two was part two, this Atari, Super Mario Brothers, yeah, Donkey right. Kong stuff. It lost me. And I think now it's starting to get back into the... Uh-huh. It you grabbed know, you. It, it got grabbed, you back. It got me back. It won you back. It won me back. But still, you don't but, even want that but part in a song where people go, I'm done. Right. Like, what What do you yeah. do? There is a Carnival 9 Impression 1 Part 2. If you feel like this wasn't enough. Enough? What do you mean by enough? If you didn't get enough of... Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's flavor, style. Um, I think I've had enough. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, I wish that little part would have been off. You know, spliced or whatever you called it back then. The one that was video game. Yeah. There was no need for that. No need. Check it out. I'm sorry, was that a little actually No, that's actually accurate. You know, other other women have suggested... Uh, arrangement changes. Yeah. And uh, poor choices production-wise. Oh. I, I okay, who's, who's this? You know, it's the last <sighs> album. You do. Oh my God! What's out. up with that? Oh, the windswept hair. Yeah. That was so. Eighties. Uh, late seventies, early eighties. Yes. yes, that is around that time. The other picture is probably nineteen seventy two. Like David Bowie ish. Right, except musically Well, I mean I'm sure Bowie influenced everyone. Didn't Who's he? the guy in the middle? Neil Peart. Oh, Neil Peart. He's kind of he's uh He's the guy on He's, drums for rock when you want it tight. Wait, 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 wait. And Have does, you noticed that I never knew all these people and every guy that I pick, he's the drummer? Isn't that fucking weird? Oh, have you been? No, you didn't do that with King Crimson. No? King oh, Crimson, okay. you looked at Greg Lake. Okay. You were like, he's cute. He looks like a beetle. Uh, I think. I think, not enough. <laughs> but, but the other one, well, well, you pointed out, well, Phil Collins. Like, Phil Collins, obviously. Uh, and Bill Bruford. You liked Bill Bruford. Hello. He's kind the of drummers. amazing. But he's, rea- he's a real. You know that I've always wanted to play the drums? Good. I've. We can do, we're going to put you back there maybe, tonight. Maybe nope. I'm not supposed to play the guitar, which I love. Maybe, okay, because one year when I was, I think, seven or eight, I asked for a pair of drums, and they gave me... (laughs) A pair? (laughs) You you only wanted two? No. You wanted, you know, you wanted a They gave me a a lonely drum. I was the little drum girl, not the little drum boy. (laughs) But they they bought you a real drum, like a snare drum or something? Yeah, it was like, it looked like a dish. Oh, it's a, it was a toy. Well, yeah, it okay. was, you know. <laughs> they didn't buy you a proper snare drum. No, they, okay. not like this, you know, no. It was a little drummer boy. Little drummer. 
But yeah, I love I loved <coughs> the the sound of drums. Oh, that's sexy. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, we're still doing a podcast. Yes, here. we uh, are. Let's let's get into it. Uh, we're 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 at the final stage. Is that the last song? No. Rush. Yes. This is the last song. Yeah. Wait. This this is what? This is Rush. Yeah. You told me you wasn't gonna listen to Rush. I didn't say say that. What What did you I say? I would not have said that. What did you say? That you, you I didn't can't... say anything about Rush. No. I don't think so. Okay. We talked about it earlier. I said we're gonna listen to Rush. No, something else. Which is the song that you told me that you can't listen to? It's one of your hate songs because your girlfriend, your ex, would oh, play it. Oh, fucking! Right. It's 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 the whole album, Fleetwood Mac Rumors. Oh, fuck! Wrong that band. album. <laughs> yes, totally different band. Okay. okay, moving along. Rush, talk to me, Rush. You know this song. Mm. This is the most popular song on the podcast. Maybe. What is this? Tom Sawyer. Rush, Moving Pictures. 1981. That's good. That guitar is fucking happening right now. Oh my god, the drums! Oh my god! O-M-G. Because I had a point, damn it. I'm going to make my fucking point. Yes. So, you're telling me that... <laughs> Shh, carajo. Sorry. Matt. Yeah. Can I tell you, I'm so in love with myself right now. Uh-huh. So, this would be a... Oh, okay. <laughs> so... It's fun. You can just do shit like that, you know, with this stuff. And and I think most people, they just take podcasts. Oh, so now you, they, you, so you did something. What did you do? I just put them back to center. Okay. So we're in mono. Okay. Now we I, I put us in start. So when I listen to myself when you finish the podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna listen to myself, it, it'll be totally different than when, when I had headphones. No, it'll be exactly what you're hearing in headphones. <laughs> and I've forgotten that we are still taping. It's okay. It is. Um, so we heard five songs of prog rock from. Wait, 19th. we're done. Yeah. And uh, we don't have to be. I mean, we can, we can, we can keep going. We can go. We can continue if you like. Wait, wait. All right, let's do wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Shh, 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 shh. I haven't done this yet. You did it once. In the beginning, but mm-hmm. um, now we finished. I did it before we started, and now I'm doing it. We we finished. Pretty no, cool. we haven't finished. But you know, the whole five song segment. The last thing uh-huh. is. Yes. 
Do you like prog rock? I do. Awesome. I do, I do. <laughs> that I Yeah, I was a little shocked. I was a little like, huh, let me see what this guy's got. And boom. Boom. Well, it's time to wrap it up, folks. I'm your host, Matt Bergman. We got an I do, I do, I do from Salma on the subject of Prague. I'd like to thank my guest, Salma Hayek. Without her, I would have eaten a massive chicken parm hero, along with a 12-ounce sugary soft drink that would have induced a four-hour meat coma. And a special thanks to you, the listener. Because as we all know, if a podcast is playing in the woods and no one's around to hear it, it sucks. <laughs>